Hi, Kathy. How are Hi, you? Welcome. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Leadership Talk podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me here. I'm excited. Excellent. Yeah. So just, you know, want to hear from you. How are the leadership at the hotel um, these days after uh, COVID right hit us? Tell me a little bit of, about your story, you know, and uh, your journey as a general manager. Yeah. Um, so my journey, okay, it's, it's been a while. So I started um, in the hotel world as a night auditor and uh, just working part-time. And, and then I went to, you know, moved move to day shift front desk. Um, and I always helped um, everyone in, in my family, you know, my managers and in anything they asked for. Uh, eventually an opportunity for um, manager position came up and um, my puppy just joined me, I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> He's under the table saying hello. Um, and, it, you know, eventually I became a, an assistant manager and, and about five years ago, another opportunity to be a general manager presented itself and I took it. Uh, that was the scariest one um, because there were many things that I just wasn't, uh, hadn't gotten a lot of practice with, uh, like running a P&L, um, forecasting, building a budget. So that was a little terrifying, but um, uh, I'm very curious. And so I ask a lot of questions <laughs> and I ask for help uh, always. And, and so uh, there was a lot of growth. Um, one of the things that I was terrified of as a new general manager was of having hard conversations with, with staff. Um, whenever you, know, you have to address something that's not going right, uh, bring it up and, and make a plan to move forward and to make some changes. That was, that was tough. That was, that was one of the hardest things. But um, again, I'm very curious. So I will look at videos. I would ask my boss, how do I do this? I would I talk to other colleagues. And I feel that that's the biggest growth that, that, that I have had as a manager, as a leader is um, in addressing the hard conversations sooner rather than later so that it doesn't turn into a disaster. And you don't have to to deal with a disaster later on. Um, and so, yeah, I, um, I love what I do and I'm working with the hotel. It's very fast paced. COVID was um, obviously shocking, uh, depressing. It hit us, you know, having to come to work every day at the hotel to an empty hotel with no staff and no guests um, was uh, depressing and, and very challenging. Um, but we pull through, uh, we try to stay positive through being creative and, uh, with a few guests that we had, we, you know, we have a passion for, um, being hospitable and making people feel at home, even during COVID. And we found ways, creative ways of keeping in touch and staying in touch with our guests that were in-house that were also quarantining and not coming out. <laughs> and, um, and so that kept us sane and gave us a lot of, um, opportunity to be creative and like uh share with me because you said something that it, it really you know got to me got my attention is that working in a hotel with no staff and then mm -hmm. at a times you know a few guests 
and not really having that interaction like every minute, right? That now we are seeing to have and we're still understaffed, right? Like post COVID. So how did you, you know, got over that, you know, frustration, that sadness, because I also lived that, you know, I haven't stopped working. Um, thank God, you know, I'm grateful. Um, but it does, you know, get a toll on you in terms of where is everybody when we are high energy and then there is nobody there. Yeah, um, that was, I actually, you know, I was, I, I, I became very aware of how important for me um, human interaction, close interaction is for me um, when COVID happened, when when I, when I will show up to, to, to work the front desk for a shift where I will be alone and the phone is not ringing, there's no guests at breakfast, breakfast is closed, there's no breakfast. Um, I, I, you know, the first day I just, all of a sudden out of nowhere, I just started crying. And and we just tears started rolling and I was like, what is happening? Why am I feeling this way? I came into work and I was in a good mood because I'm not stuck at home. <laughs> I'm going to work and I still have a job. But, um, you know, just tears start coming and, and, and I realized it's the quiet, is the not talking, is the not asking, how are you doing? How can I, what can I do for you? Um, how can I make your stay better and, and interacting with my staff? You know, what's going on? How are your kids? Um, you know, what's the plan today? What are we doing? It was very, very hard. Um, I quickly realized that mental health is very, was going to be a challenge for everyone. And especially for, for, um, for people that are, you know, at home. And I was lucky that I wasn't that at least I could, I could drive and see cars, you know, not as many, but, um, I quickly realized that mental health was going to be something that I needed to address before it got to, um, it got really bad. And so I started to look for, um, to read a lot about uh, meditation. I never meditated before. I actually was terrified of meditating. Years ago, I went to a meditation class and I felt like my chest will just was going to pop out of my chest. My, my heart was going to pop out of my chest because I have to be doing stuff and I can't be still and quiet. I'm always like very busy. And so I decided, I said, you know, let me give this a try again. And um, I actually joined a group um, of people uh, over Zoom that will get together once a week during lunchtime to talk about things and, um, and meditating and what was happening and we will take five or ten minutes to meditate and it was um it opened my eyes to to many different things and so from there from that I also started journaling about what was happening at the hotel how I was feeling I was what was happening in my personal life and putting all of that in writing and doing the meditation um was very helpful and also being open with my with my uh, with my staff checking in on them um Asked, you know, being very open about how I was feeling. You know, this is really hard on me. Um, I'm feeling depressed because we're not seeing our guests. And then when I was open, my staff was also opened up, and they, they you know, we talked. We, we got to talk about uh, what we were experiencing and our struggles and our fears um, about coming to work, maybe getting our family sick, uh, but also about very being very thankful that we still had a job. And so. That was, um, I think, something that 
being open about it, not hiding, not, not putting up a, a, a front of being strong, but in the inside, not feeling it. So we just were very open about how we were feeling, how we were struggling. And that was very helpful. Very, and, and journaling was huge. Definitely yeah. part of the leadership, right? That you have to put it out there for your employees to understand that you're also a person, you are also a human and you have feelings <laughs> and it's okay for you to cry. And it's okay for you to be open about it and have discussions. So I think, uh, you know, like this is, it's great, right? That everybody's like, hey, we're hiring. And, but I think people are just, um, they shy away, right? For talking about the sad days, you know, that they had. Obviously, you know, this um, podcast, we're talking about leadership and, you know, being a leader and sharing that, you know, I think that means a lot even though sometimes you don't realize, you know, that you are checking in with an employee that is no longer with you, you know, like I had employees from the past and I talked to them today, you know, what's happening, what's going on. I'm recommending, um, you know, jobs for them to take a look at, or, you know, just like being involved and also show that you care. Um, even though there is no relationship anymore, right? Like, because people were laid off and, you know, people moved on. Like I have a great, fantastic relationship with somebody um, that I worked with. She's doing amazing, fantastic. And, you know, she's doing real estate now and, and I'm so happy. Um, and I support her work, you know, and I support her, her, her career. And I recommend her with my eyes closed to anybody, right? And all the time yeah. I'm like, I'm giving shout outs on LinkedIn and stuff. But I also, I think it's um, for us now, you know, do you think the leadership in the hotel is going to change? It's going to be a little more, a bit more focused on, you know, how many hats can you wear when you're looking to hire, right? And how is the, the market for you, like in Kentucky, how is the market of people actually looking for work in the hotel business? Yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's touching to a lot of things that are, it, it makes so much sense. Um, it is very, you know, like you said, I think um, for, for employees to, to, to feel that even that they belong somewhere or that they trust where they work is important to see that they know that. The, their managers and the leaders are also human and they go through things that they also go through. And I think that's um, that's as huge into attracting and retaining staff. And then you mentioned um, reaching out to the staff that was laid off too. That was that was something huge that we did, you know, on a weekly basis. Even um, you know, checking in and now with the staff that decided to move on and get a job outside of hospitality. Um, wait one second, my dog. <laughs> He never does this. And today he's just It's all right. <laughs> well, some uh, some of the folks are gonna watch on Zoom record it, but mostly I believe it's gonna be on the podcast. So okay. you know, if you wanna grab the dog and show it off, it's okay too. We are okay. panic right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Asha. So cute. Oh, right here. That is so cute. Playing with a blanket, right? Next <laughs> <to me>. But <laughs> um yeah, and so it's it's you know it's really hard. It's really hard now because we went from being in a place where we're stressed because of COVID, 
and the pandemic and not seeing people and not knowing what was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, the floodgates of, of traveling just opened up and everybody's out. Summer without people are taking vacation, kids are out of school. So we're very busy uh, in Kentucky. We're, we're extremely busy. I know that that depends on, on your market and where you are, how, how busy, but we've a lot of things have changed and have shifted. Uh, obviously, our leisure travelers have become uh, mainly before our guests were corporate travelers, and now it's almost half and half. Uh, we do have some corporate travelers because uh, we are next. We are an excellent stay, and so we do have people uh, that are here from out of the country, and so they're here for three months, and uh, they're not just traveling for a week, but. Um, when it comes to staff, uh, staffing levels, yes, we are definitely understaffed and it's really extremely hard everywhere in the US. Every colleague that I speak to uh, in the US, uh, we're all struggling. Um, it's, it, things, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think that we do have to, to adjust. Um, you know, when we're looking now to hire, we're looking for people that are, um, that can wear many hats, like you said, that can be cross-trained in everything. Um, people that, um, but that, <laughs> that, you know, that, that, that are happy, that are, that are into hospitality and into making people feel uh, welcomed and happy. But it's very, very hard. And there's many reasons why we're having the, the, the issue that we're having with, with staffing. But um, I think that now more than ever is, very important to, to, to continue to grow and to improve and to, uh, and to read and to just get curious about how can we do things differently uh, from a leadership perspective, perspective. Um, because what worked before for hiring, for retaining employees, it's, it's gonna be, it's not working. It's not working obviously. So, so we need to, to make changes, we need to adjust and um, Kentucky is struggling. I mean, every every person, every colleague that I that I talk to uh, in my area, my market, uh, managers still working shifts, still covering shifts, and working a lot overtime. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of different um, things that we have done, uh, and those are from bonuses to um, to really focusing on making sure that employees are happy at work making sure that they're heard, that we check on them, like I said earlier, that, um, that they know that as our, you know, that we as managers, like all of my managers, uh, not only have, obviously we need them, but we also have a, keep in mind, like keeping in mind their goals, where do they want to go? Do you want to stay in the hospitality industry? And if so, what can we do to help you get to where you want to get to? How can we cross train you, continuously train you so that you can move up? Um, if that's what your goal is. And so that's, I think that's something that's huge and that's very important into attracting um, and, 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 and keeping and retaining the staff. And that's something that we are able to, that my hotel specifically has been able to market uh, just through word of mark now, just through the employees that we have at the hotel and they enjoy working there. Um, they're happy, they're excited. We, you know, we're a fun team. We're, we're, we're always coming up with crazy fun stuff to do and to celebrate. We celebrate everybody's birthdays, everybody's, somebody bought a house, we, we celebrate. Somebody had a baby, you know, or, or is pregnant, we, 
celebrate too. We thank every, or even for guests, we do that. And so when you create an environment like that, where people feel like it's a second home, a second family, um, and that there are also, their professional goals are also taken account, are accounted for, and we're voting for them and we're training them and helping them get where they wanna get, um, is what helps people spread the word. Like, hey, I love where I work. You've gotta be my managers, my team is amazing. Uh, and so we have been lucky that uh, we have great referral programs for both the people coming in and for employees. And um, it, it's it's working, but it's still hard um, because a lot of people, you know, there's there's also a lot of people that have moved and they, they want to work from home. There's a lot of jobs out there. Uh, that, yeah, you know, I definitely have encountered, you know, a lot of uh uh, my past colleagues too mentioning, oh, you know, if I can get a position that I can work from anywhere, right? Why would I be locked in into going to a specific location, you know, yeah. in the hotel, for example? And how do you go back, you know, how do you talk about that, right? When this business, we need yeah. to serve people and we need to be there present. So it's definitely a challenge. So now tell me about, um, your leadership style, you know, of course, that, you know, do you think it changed also after, you know, COVID? Do you think you're more attentive to, you know, the folks that the employees uh, that stayed throughout? How do you think, you know, what is the weight that it has right now? Yeah, um, I, I think that the main thing that has changed, you know, um, I like to lead by example, and I like to you know, anything that I would ask anyone in my hotel to do, I, I would have no doubt of doing. And, and I like to have fun. <laughs> and so I, you know, whenever I have to address something, it's always reinforced in a positive and fun way. And um, it's, it's, there's been times, yes, that when people, uh, we have had to have hard conversations and uh, it was pretty obvious after the hard conversation that the person just, wasn't aligned with what we were, what we wanted, what we were going as a business and as a hotel, as a team, and so they will just choose to find their own way out, uh, quickly. And so, um, but leading by example, um, I I think that comes natural for me. Um, in one of the things that I that I noticed, uh, and I mentioned this earlier, that I that has been the biggest change for me as a leader is to be open about how. How I'm feeling, but I'm also things also come up for me. Um, before COVID, I was um, always even when I had my 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 bad days and things were happening, even at work uh, when I was frustrated with something uh, at work. You know, it's I just kept it. I just kept very still, very energetic, and 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 tried very hard not to show what was happening. Uh, but once COVID happened and I was alone and there was nobody, I was I just let it out. And then one day I realized I, people, other people might be going through the same thing. And if we don't talk about it, how can we even reach out for help? Uh, and so I started doing that. And so I've noticed that uh, other people, other managers, and we became closer. Um, and it, it's almost, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's really hard to explain. It's just like, we're stronger because we know each other better and we uh, accept and we just have grown together. And when we see new people coming, it's almost like they immediately just 
adopt that and 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 so but there there is a obviously we, there's some there's a line right uh we are very professional and and we have very high standards uh, of of how we interact with our guests but there's but there's that underneath of like you know it's okay if you had a, a bad day it's okay that you know um to talk about it if you need to and, and we don't you know we don't ask people and i don't really go into like specifics about like this thing happened in my personal life and people are gonna know all my secrets or all my my struggles but they know right like i'm not having a good day it's really a rough and things are happening and um i would appreciate your patience you know <laughs> if i'm like my head is not where it needs to be uh so i think that's been the biggest thing that covid basically it's like you think you improved your communication abilities yes. with you know your circle of managers and leadership at the hotel definitely and that's definitely yes. i think you know it's um important because also you know like i said earlier during our conversation right we are people we are dealing with gases they are they have their own feelings we have ours and also obviously we cannot show them right it's like hey you know, that there's so much that we can do in this time. But, you know, I think in terms of um, being open and talking about it, and like you said, you know, writing the journal, how was your day and all of that. Like I also, you know, shared on LinkedIn um, some days, you know, I believe it was like late um, July. I also, I took a photo and I was really sad. I was by myself at the hotel on my 10 hour shifts. And yeah. I had this journal that it said, um, said something enlightening, like, hey, you know, write your journey and you can change the future, something like that. And I was talking to another hotel friend, right? And she said, well, you know, um, be careful what you say. There's a lot of people out there without jobs right now, almost like lecturing me. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you for sharing. I, you know, your thoughts, I appreciate it. Because also when you share something personal with someone um, that is not working with you on a daily basis, one of the most, uh, I think the most amazing thing that I discovered is I can tell you this story, right? You can empathize with it or not, but mm -hmm. also what you're going to think about my life experience is not going to change because I am the one living it. So I think, you know, also for me, um, you know, I've learned a lot how to not overshare, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm like really open. And at the same time, you know, like you've noticed, like now we connect on LinkedIn and that's how we are talking here today. Mm -hmm. So it's about, Yes, personal branding. Yes, you know, I like to do yoga on the weekend. Yes, I take my family to go on a bull ride in Annapolis. You know, this is the new place where I am now. So it's like, what are you doing besides work? You know, what is your balance? Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, a lot of people uh, realize that Wilka is not just here to close deals, but she's also sharing what she's doing to engage with, you know, the folks that are following her. And, you know, mm -hmm. honestly, I sometimes might think that I'm oversharing, but, you know, like last two weekends ago, I was in Miami and then I was like, well, let me make a video using the filter on Instagram 
and I'm going to share this on LinkedIn because I never use filters. You know, I'm a millennial. I like to take pictures all day besides being Brazilian, right? Um, but it's like, honestly, it doesn't matter if I have a filter or not. People, it's not, you're not going to be like, you know, 10 out of the maybe five out of 10 people are not going to like your content, which is okay. Mm -hmm. You know, they can unfollow you. It's totally fine. You know, and then the other five, they just send me an amazing message, supportive like you did, you know, mm -hmm. and I think we have like that same background when we started, right? We were talking, you know, off camera and we were saying, hey, you know, I'm from Brazil. I immigrated here by myself, you know, have to be strong and have to do all of this you know, things to break through this career in this country by myself. And it's not easy, you know, mm -hmm. it's not my first language. English is not my first language. And, you know, sometimes it's uh, when you're trying to prove your point across and then people keep asking you and pressuring you, it's like, wait a second, this is what I want. And this is how, what I meant. So it's like, you have to push back to also, learn how to interact and how to speak, yeah. you know, on a higher level, right? I even made um, uh, a comment the other day to a friend. I was like, you know, the way I talk to somebody at Starbucks, you know, is the same way I talk to my guests because, you know, I'm not going to be, I make a crack jokes all day with guests, you know, like yeah. today, even a guy was like, hey, can I have a pool towel? Like at $50. And this person was like looking at me, what, are you serious? And I'm like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> it's like, but to break that ice, you know? Yeah. And people are just like so uptight because they don't know what is the new charges that are going to come up on in the hotel business or when traveling or, you know, yeah. so it's, it's interesting to see. But, you know, definitely I think, you know, um, the connections through this, you know, amazing platform, which is LinkedIn, I've had, the chance to talk to you i've had a chance to you know connect like even though we've never met in person but it's like we are in the yeah. same field we are in the same company you know we are going through the same struggles and challenges you know so i think people are closer that way right that mm -hmm. we can communicate and every day but at the same time you know you have to make sure you don't really pay so much attention to those you know, that are not supporting your efforts, which is fine as well. You know, you just move on and hang out with the people that do support you because that's my philosophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I absolutely love what you're doing. I love, um, like I said, we hadn't, we have never met in person, but, um, you know, I saw your posts and, and your, your videos on LinkedIn and I really haven't seen that in, on LinkedIn, especially in the hospitality world. Uh, everything is very serious, very formal. Um, and I absolutely love what you're doing. I, I mean, you, know, you feature your hotel um, and you talk about it, you talk about the clients and connecting and how important the connection is. And that energy and that creativity, I'm just so attracted to. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's my people. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's inspiring. Yeah, yeah. it's very inspiring. It's it's like, you know, it's like somebody that's thinking outside the box and and not afraid that, you know, the LinkedIn is so far has been very formal and that is not Instagram. And it's like, but this is my channel. This is my, this is who I am. This is what I do. And this is how I communicate. And this is how I feel comfortable communicating. And you embody that even on LinkedIn when it's like 
had the perfect profile picture and you know uh very professional and i i love that because that's the people are seeing you as how you are and that's what attracts people to you of your how natural you are and your confidence and it feels right for me yeah it, and then i think you know what it, you said something that it hit me also because in the end of the day it's like i was looking for inspiration myself right because how i'm gonna sell something that nobody's buying right nobody was buying hotels six months ago yeah. let's be honest right yeah. i mean you know you find the health work workers you know the contractors mm -hmm. the government yeah. people but it's like come on guys you know there is somebody that is buying or is going to buy in the future so what yeah. we're going to talk yeah. about now you know so that's was a way for me to still put myself out there right because it, it's like on the sales training we always talk about hey you know people need to see you minimum five times and then they're going to remember you you know if they listen, this cold calling is not working anymore, you know, or they need to see you five times, actually see you and sit down, sit down yeah. with you. It's just like, oh my gosh, how are these people going to see me all this time, you know, and it's COVID. I need to keep my job, right? It's like nerve wracking. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, for me, it was definitely a way for me to feel inspired mm -hmm. and you know, it, it, there is a certain people that follow and they just give you such a good energy, you know, and they come and they comment on, on your efforts and it's inspiring because sometimes, right, you can post something and it's your channel, but it not might be the best, you know, for um, the city at that time, you know, like, I like I was in Miami, like I said, two weeks ago, and I met a friend for a walk, like on a Saturday morning. And then I just said, can you hold on my, my phone? Because I don't have my equipment here. Like, right. I need my selfie stick or stuff to make it a video. And he's like, OK, how do I do? I was like, you just need to press the button and I'm going to talk. And then what I talk about, right, it's like, it doesn't matter, like, oh my gosh, come to Miami, it's beautiful. It is, you know, even yeah, though if yeah. you saw, I didn't mention anything that I stayed in a hotel and I didn't. I stayed with friends because, you know, they invited me to go and stay down with them. And I'm like, but it's happening, right? The energy of the city and the sun is shining. It's eight o'clock in the morning, you know, I'm going for a walk. You know, it's just like, oh my gosh, this feels like, life and travel yeah. is back, yeah. you know and that's exciting right people want to see real people right mm -hmm. like there's not a production behind me you mm -hmm. know i'm like i'm making videos with my iphone right yeah. so it's like i'm fine and whatever right i speak and that's one of the things that i i encourage people you know that are um language the english is their second language it's like you got to put yourself out there you got to speak, you got to express yourself. No, don't worry about, you know, third parties like, oh, you know, your English, your accents, this, you got my point, correct? So let's move yeah. on. What else you want to talk about now? <laughs> like, because it's really, it's, it's an effort, you know, that we have to make. And you are, you are a Spanish speaker, correct? Yes. First language. So yes. did you have like that challenge, you know, or do you think the language with you know the leadership in the hotel it gets you closer to the employees doesn't it it does so it, it's funny 
it's um I have always been conscious uh, of my accent because every day of my life today today hasn't happened yet I, I, that I can remember but at least <laughs> but at least five five days a week I get people to they ask me to repeat so I do speak very fast and I had to remind myself just to slow down so that's something but then also my accent so at some point somebody will always ask where I'm from especially because I live in Kentucky uh, where I'm from or they don't understand what I said and so but they just continue to nod like they did <laughs> so I just have to stop and say did you miss something <laughs> you can you can totally ask me I'm totally cool I don't have an accent <laughs> and I can repeat myself or use a different word um my partner still laughs at me when uh some words I just pronounce wrong and he's just he cracks up and he knows what I meant but he's, he's just hilarious um but yes I you know when I when I, when I used to work at front desk um earlier in my career, it was hard. I, I thought you were going to say like last week when I was working for NAS, well, that's what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was going there. So yes, but, you know, I wasn't as confident though back in the day. Right. And so I, I, I struggled and I was really quiet on the phone, like very soft spoken and very self-conscious about my accent. Um, but now I literally will tell people when I get on the phone and, and, and I'm at the front desk and I'm making a reservation, um, I will tell them, I said, I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> if you didn't, didn't, didn't get something along the way, just please feel free to repeat or ask me to repeat five, 10 times. I will do it and I will try to slow down as much as I can. Um, but when it comes to the staff, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, the relationships that I can that I can, that I have formed that I can form with my housekeeping staff, you know, a lot of them, um, most of them are speak some other language other than English. Um, I have a friend that has Chinese and um, I can't remember what else, but she can't have that, right? Um, that, that closeness and that uh, with her housekeeping staff, but most of my housekeeping staff speak Spanish. And so they know they're, my door is always open and they can come and <clears throat> anything I can do for them. And, you know, when it comes to huddles in the morning, to training, um, even to uh, anything that I post, like, you know, I, I always make flyers, but when we're having parties, like either where there's a meeting, like a uh, work meeting, or whether it's like a celebration, somebody's or everybody's birthday, because July is everybody's birthday at the hotel. So, I, I'm able to make it in Spanish and in English, and I don't need to go outside of anywhere. And because I know where most of my staff is from, I even use words. Like I know which words they would understand in Spanish, which ones they wouldn't. And so I, I'm able to, to kind of like, you know, do that. And and it's it's big. It's it's really huge. And I, I it's, it notice a difference with me and with my staff that doesn't speak Spanish, uh, that they they were rather not not bring something up to somebody that doesn't speak Spanish because they just feel like they're not going to understand me. It's not worth it. Um, but they come to me. But I have been, you know, my, my constant reminder to them is like, there's a Google Translate. Everybody at, my, at work has got to Google Translate on their phone, managers. And, and it's like, if I'm not here, please, like, they want to help you. They're a manager and they do care. They want to help you. Just, just if you can get your point across, use the Google Translate. That it works amazing it gets the point across exactly. <laughs> and it gets you the help but but yeah it's huge uh, i wish i was I, I could speak more languages <laughs> but someday maybe 
yeah yeah but you know i think definitely the language helps you you know to communicate better and then build the culture obviously you know that's not just everything it's one of the many points um but yeah so i just wanted to say thank you for for coming and talking chatting with me today i know that our time is running um but you know yeah this is the leadership podcast um i appreciate you kathy thank you so very very much and i'll share the link with our you know community on linkedin and also i'll send you the zoom recording okay Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. And please continue to do what you do. It's, uh, it's refreshing. It's inspiring. And I love, I 